Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. I'm glad you're here. It's time for a street fight. We're in our new location, kind of in the basement, but no longer subterranean. It's the same show as always. Uh, we're here this week to uh, continue to spre- spread dissent and disruption as much as we can, get all the rabble rousers together, create chaos, all that kind of fun stuff. But before we get into that, um, we are Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. And we're happy to have all you folks in the chat, all the people that show up on live stream. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Subscribe, jump in there. We love to talk to all y'all. Um, all kinds of exciting things happening uh, in Street Fight universe. Uh, we're working on doing the Hellfire tour later this year. We're going to be in Florida for. Uh, WrestleMania. And then this Friday, we're doing the Street Fight Variety Show. Number two, it's going down. We're going to have Jake Flores. You may know him online on Twitter, at Feral Jokes. He also famously had uh, the federal agents come to his door to talk to him about a joke he made about killing ICE agents. So, can't wait to see him live. We're also going to have District Sentinel there. Uh, Sam and Sam do some of the best commentary out of Washington, and their live show is the best. Um, way better. I mean, it gives us a run for our money, is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it's better. I'm just going to say I love to, to be in the audience and see what they do. Uh, we're also going to have Jake, I see Jake, our audio engineer. You know his new project, Terrorist Threats. He's going to be doing the interstitial music. He's going to be our Kevin Eubanks. He'll be doing the Howling Commando spot. So he'll be doing covers of some of our favorite hip hop tunes. And then to close it out for the first time, uh, we're going to be working with Eddie Bars and Young and Eight, local rappers that I'm a big fan of and I'm excited to be working with. And I think that y'all are going to love it. When you hear this shit, check them out. Eddie Bars and Young and Eight, Y-U-N-G-I-N, the number eight. They're available on all social media and streaming platforms. Love that shit. The Eddie Barr song "Thankful" is uh, is one that I jam all these all, all the time, and hopefully it'll do uh, "Out the Streets." If you want to look that up, that's on the Young and Eight page. That's happening this Friday at Ruby Tuesday. It's going to be a fucking get down, a huge party, and uh, you can use the code discount code hookup uh, to get cheaper tickets. Head over to store.streetfireradio.com. Use the code hookup. We'll see you on Friday. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't make it, we'll be live streaming again. Nick from Means TV will be there. And uh, that's happening on Friday. And then Saturday, we're going to Harrisburg, right? Yeah, we'll be in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania with Jake Flores. We're bringing Jake with us. He's going to be in town. We're going to drive him to Harrisburg and get him a train ticket home. Uh, but you can find tickets to that at streetfightradio.com on the right hand side. It has all of our January live show information. You can get tickets to both the variety show and uh, the Harrisburg show on streetfightradio.com. Harrisburg's the first uh, Street Fight Live show this year. They're getting our first uh, our first shot, right? It's true. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, did. We were working on a lot of new material. We're trying to put together a bigger and better live show, different well, than what you've seen before. Different. And different live show is what I say. <laughs> I say always better. I know. I'm kidding. I think it's going to be better. I you know, always I think everything we're doing now is better than it was. I don't the appreciate the self-deprecation. No, I think everything we do is better than the last thing we do. I will always think that because if I didn't, then I wouldn't be able to do stuff. Right. <laughs> oh man. It's, but so come to Harrisburg, please. I'd love to meet you. Prove to us that it was, 
that we should have come to Harrisburg. You know, you know what? what we want. We were nervous about it. I saw somebody on Twitter saying, uh, "Shout out the coolest cities that nobody thinks that w- way about." And Columbus, Ohio, was slotted right next to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So Harrisburg's got Columbus, Ohio energy, uh, from what I've heard. So right. sounds like a good time. Mm. People won't like me there too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. People will hang out with me there, probably. Yeah, people will be excited. I can't wait to to see us. We got uh, the gay Raffius coming all the way from uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, they're helping us do uh, Philly, too, I think. Helping us out with uh, finding a place in Philly. Maybe. I heard some other people, some Jersey folks might show up. So it could be a good time. Come on out. You know, if you're around there, you can come out. We'll do a nice little show with you. We'll have Jake. We'll do some stuff together. It'll be a, a whole good time. Um. Also, real quick, we did do another episode of Teen Fight Radio this week with uh, Rachel Millman. That was pre- was good. It was like I, w- I was going to say one of the. I didn't want to say it was better than the others, but uh, I really it made me enjoy it again. It's been like a, a month or since we did the last, or a couple of weeks since we did the last one. But uh, each time they get better and better. Right. That one was fun because you got to hear my anxiety about my daughter right like yeah you got to hear how i feel like she doesn't like anything yeah which is like that's just something i just it's me right like that's my insecurity yeah playing out to her yeah know? not yeah not to say it got better it is like it's just i think it was it's fun to do each time i think at the beginning it was like how much can we get out of like asking all these people about like high school relationships or whatever <clears> it is but it has turned into so many weird com- good conversations yeah yeah I, um, so I did, I had, I did end up moving. I bought a house and I don't, we can talk about that later if Homeowner, you want, but right? the thing about it though, is that it costs a lot of money to do that. And I've gone without weed. I had to go without weed for a while and it got to the point where I started having dreams again. And I fucking hate that so much, dude. You don't like them either, man. That's too much. Yeah. I feel like when I'm trying to go to bed, my brain should not be like coming up with all these stories to tell me about. Like it should leave me alone. Right? Yeah. I, I think that that's how I feel. I don't want to hear. I don't want to see a dream. But, and I always like the fourth day away, the fourth day from like not being stoned, I always have like a nightmare. And when I moved to Texas, I think I told the story on the show, but a lot of you haven't heard. I had this dream basically where I was in prison and I had to stab my way out of prison. And I was just like crawling through grate after grate and I would come through a room and I would just be stabbing people over and over. And I just woke up fucking exhausted. Yeah. So this one, this time was pretty good. Uh, two nights ago, I, cause I took a four hour nap today. I was so fucking worn out from this dream. I was dreaming about looking at this little barrel of rum. I was at this store and it was like a pony keg full of rum. And all of a sudden I was walking out of the store with it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh fuck, I just stole this. And I was like, oh, it can't be that big of a deal. And I looked at the price tag and it was $1,500. And I wanted to go take it back. I, the people were immediately said, there he is, that's the thief. And I had to run. Basically all night long, I was just running away from a place where I like accidentally walked out with like a, a, a fucking 
a barrel of rum. I was like sort of the same. I always have dreams I'm running from the police. It's like always just I'm <laughs> I'm running from the goddamn police. Yeah. Every dream. That's why I don't like doing it. I hate dreams. I mean, fuck. I just want my brain to just like shut the fuck up and let me relax. I'm living my dreams, okay? I don't need anything. I don't need any extra thoughts in the middle of the night. No, thank you. That's why I like weed is it just is like a tranquilizer dart for your brain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Weed works. Weed helps. You're you're good on weed now, though. I'm very I mean, yeah. I got, I got I hooked up with me. Yeah. I know I got hooked up, but it was I was like I woke up in a sweat and was like, God damn, it's like so predictable. Yeah, <laughs> like the dreams are coming. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't, I, don't like I, don't, I don't like that. I don't I'm like. I don't it. like all of a sudden being like, "Oh, I'm I'm flying right now." Well, that's normal. I better get used to this. And then you spend four hours doing something. It's like it's a waste of time. It's also like dreams I don't, are a waste of time. It's also like I don't dream very much. And like when I do, if like say I did something wrong in my dream, I feel guilty about it the next day. Like I really did it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'll no. get that all the time. No, that I mean, I was living that shit. I literally was like. I like as much as I on this show I am a shoplifter and a thief. Like I would I plan my theft. I don't just walk out of somewhere accidentally with like yeah, I don't know. I could have got away with that crime too. I guess I shouldn't have went back. That's true. Maybe that's the lesson I should have learned. It's just yeah. walk out aloofly from a place with a fifteen hundred dollar barrel of rum. For sure. I've been doing some uh research today. Because a uh, big announcement of some Iowa rallies, right? Oh, yeah. For Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. People are getting getting got, amped up. He got Bon Iver. Okay. And he got Vampire Bon Iver Weekend. to me. If you're from Ohio, it's Bon Iver. Okay. And he got Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, you got to... No. I mean, first of all, I mean, that gets, that gets me... Who is... He already <laughs> had me. Do he had yeah, me. He's got you. He had everybody that likes that stuff. I wonder... Yeah, there's well, no, nobody... That's that not likes- true, though. That's not true. There are bougie-ass people that open a place called the Wildflower Cafe that charges $25 for raw sandwiches. But who are that they plays voting bon for? They've got to be voting for Bernie Sanders. No, God, there's no. nobody God, else no. for them. No way. If you're a small business tyrant... But you're a vegan restaurant. There's nowhere for you to go. Elizabeth Warren is yeah, a great I choice. Yeah, Pete, Buda, Pete also, Buttigieg. Buttigieg I mean, is the choice for that person. Because right. you want a technocrat. You want someone that's going to keep things in line so that you can still sell raw water for $7 a bottle. Like, that's that's who the crowd is to me. It's NPR people. I'm basically keeping up with it by reading reading news before we record. I don't, like, really. And, I, and catching it up with tweets. And then, like, hearing shock jocks talk about the election. And, uh... It's it's very weird. Uh, like I don't think that they think Bernie Sanders has a chance, so they mostly focus on Mike Bloomberg, Pete Buttigieg, uh, Amy Klobuchar. Who and, uh, who doesn't think they have a chance? Uh, just like uh, Jim Norton, Sam Roberts, oh. Howard Stern, Ron Bennington. Uh, like they mm, none of them. You know what? And that's because they're dinosaurs. Yes, but the king of the. The new king of all media, Joe Rogan, threw his hat in the ring. He really is, too. Like, Howard Stern had been making fun of him because... Not making fun of him, just saying podcasts are bullshit and stuff. And then I just happened to tune in, I think, a week ago, and he found out that Joe Rogan makes $32 million a year doing his podcast. He's like, well, maybe podcasts are bullshit. (laughs) No, I mean, he runs... He has the most attention of everybody that I I know. I mean, uh, that's in, you know, obviously, like... 
working at restaurants, even working at the donut shop, like we all listen to that podcast while we work there yeah. in the middle of the night. I mean, endorsements are a very weird thing because like, I don't like the, I wouldn't, I probably, if I was like a, a big time famous guy, like l- let's say you're the lead singer of Bowling for Soup, right? Okay. <laughs> this big time famous guy, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, very comfortable life. Yeah, very. I mean, just not even work anymore. Just retired on all their money from the Bowling for Soup song. No, they're still doing fast. Oh, I, I thought there was. I actually thought they were doing like fairs, state fairs. No, they were playing in Vegas when we were there. Bowling for Soup. Yeah, man. Okay, they so rip. So they rip. They rip to a lot of people. So you're a famous guy. Is it really worth it to pick somebody? Really, one. Because as a dude, if I wasn't like a politics guy, I kind of like wouldn't even, I would just be like, eh. yeah, but, you know, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to, like, I wouldn't want to be wrong. But he's not, but you're po- dude, you're a podcaster. You have to just say how you feel. Like you don't gain anything out of protecting your opinion. Like the more that we can dive into like our honesty, the better results we get from listeners. Like people yeah. want to hear us I, be honest. They don't want to hear us put up a guard or oh, like well, or do a strategic move and joe rogan is is you know um i have to say i didn't get into involved but like when everybody's called him like a nazi and shit it was annoying as fuck to me because like i never thought of him that way uh and he is just a really uh, he's just being honest about how confused he is about the world you know or like yeah. from what he knows he's a dumbass he's a dumbass like Which me i mean i feel the yeah. same as him I'm a dumbass too. Like, also, I'm only picking a guy. I'm really only picking a dog in this fight because, like, I mean, I'll say this, and it's going to make me sound square, but like, Donald Trump makes me nervous. <laughs> like, I just do have like, it's it's not a thing where like I I I can't like ignore it. I want to. I want to be a guy that doesn't fucking care. You know what I mean? I want to be a guy that's like voting is fucking bullshit. And I don't, and, and like, I still think all that stuff. And like, by the time the primary's over, you know, depending on who the candidate is, I might be back to that, you know, but I'm just like, I get nervous with this guy as the president. I don't like, I feel like he's going to get us fucking killed. You know what I mean? And like almost anybody I, I feel is better. And it does make me nervous. And I'm like looking at the people that are running and I'm like, you know, who do I think can beat him? And like, I just worry about people like Elizabeth Warren or Pete Booty. J- I mean, he bullied Elizabeth Warren into getting a DNA test. <laughs> like she went and got a DNA test because he told her to. Just yeah. wild shit, man. But yeah, I, it's I, interesting I, watching it start to roll out and watch the endorsements happen and watch the rallies because I do think that there is a certain amount of like, uh, uh, you know, Slipknot are guys, right? Corey Taylor from Slipknot is a guy that's been an outspoken anti-Trump guy. Like, why isn't like Bernie Sanders getting a hold of that guy and being like, would you play a rally for me? He thinks it'll freak his fans out, I guess, or something like that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know if people, I don't, I don't think that, you should be focused on getting a cool band to play for you. I don't think you're going to win an election that be. way. I, well, I mean, but he should got Bruce Springsteen or some shit. You know what I mean? Vampire Weekend and Bon Iver is does not instill confidence in me, Brett, is what I'm trying to say. They are. Bon Iver is an arena act, as far as I know. Yeah, it's huge. So, yeah. Because they them. played the arena last year. 
So I, I am looking at that. A lot of people are arena acts now. I just would have never existed. But Simpson, you know, are you, I mean, there should be some outreach though. You're right. I mean, it should, you, if you are, you should book some, something that isn't so typical. Yeah. Cause I think, I think people see that and they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> makes sense. It's just the same way when you brought up vegan restaurant owner, I went like this. I'm where else are they going to fucking go? You know, <laughs> like where else are the bony bear fans going to go? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, they're it's they i think to me they just do uh they are interesting because you can find out like maybe what a, a certain slice of of uh the the culture is thinking you know it is it's really because fun there are you know it, it's like because i like you know, i fucking i'm not afraid to i love i listen to ezra koenig's uh podcast all the time i think the dude is funny and he has great opinions on music i listen to his apple show a lot the dude, vampire weekend yeah the lead oh, okay. singer yeah okay and uh and um I mean, I, I love, I've loved all their albums and I, I totally like them, but I also, it's like, I get into somebody's like Lexus and they're playing them too. And I'm just like, oh, I'm one of the bad ones, <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like a bad white, you know, by listening to some of that shit, but I, the music is genuinely good. And, and there, it isn't like, I mean, I feel like it's more like a pitchfork. It's just like a people that are into like, uh, Af African music, you know, people that are into like King Sonny a day and know where like some of that fella cootie and all that stuff is being borrowed from you know yeah too people just it's kind of a nerdy it's just nerds i guess yeah. it's for nerds is where where i'm trying I mean, to election primaries are for nerds too especially a caucus isn't that like a it's all nerds thing yeah that's like a huge nerd thing i mean the, the way that i think i mean the way that i think about it too is in that like i uh, you know they were talking about um on minion death call this week about the moms for housing situation and what Alexander kept coming back to, which is what I always say, is that, like, they basically needed more people. And it's not to shame anybody that didn't show up, but, like, the 400 people that showed up needed 400 people after them to take over the next shift of showing up, you know? And I do think that we should have thousands and thousands of people moving together, doing strikes and doing all of these things. Uh, but everybody's too goddamn, you know, preoccupied or lazy or indifferent and... Uh, we aren't getting mass movements in the way that I would like to see. It's so hard. it's going to come down to, you know, pushing through a candidate that is very special and different. You know, I mean, he, he, he's Bernie Sanders has really got on my good side this week by saying that birthdays don't mean shit, which you should, I, love that. you should see my wife's face when I say that. She's like, what do you do for your birthday? I'm like, I don't give a shit. She's like, it's your birthday though. And I'm like, you know what? It's not special that I was born. It's just that I was born. And she's just it's, like, oh, stop that. I'm like, I don't care though. I, I actually mentioned just casual, because I saw a lot of, you know, th th these people take shots at him for anything, but they were taking shots at him. Like, I'll bet his wife remembers all the birthdays. And I was like, I'm gonna tell you the fucking truth. Uh, my wife remembers all the birthdays. I know three fucking birthdays. Brett, Katie, Gwen. I don't know anybody else's birthday. I don't want to know. I'll just show up when you tell me to show up to celebrate you. I love celebrating people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like celebrating people. I'll come to your house and celebrate you right. on any day. Any week. excuse. Yeah. Right. We're just celebrating a person today. You know, we should just pick more days to do that. Maybe in your friend group, each person gets a day. Like as a each person gets a month, you pick one day and you're like, we're we're celebrating Brett today, even just like including your birthday. You this know? is post birthday. Yeah, I, I mean, I just like the idea or a half birthday or something like that. Like I, but I don't remember other people's birthdays. I don't think it's important. And I also, I guess, like for me, 
uh, I know that on my birthday, I don't expect gifts or money or That's anything important. like That's that. Like, life. I just don't expect any of that stuff. And I don't really get it, but I don't really care. You know what I mean? And, like, I enjoy my birthday every year. Because I usually get around my friends and just hang out, you know? I don't need anything special. And, like, uh, most people, I think, feel that way as they get older. And, like, Bernie Sanders is, like, 70, dude. He probably hates having a birthday yeah. every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? They get in the way. And it is just, like, the other thing that got me into him a little bit more this week was when Hillary Clinton said nobody likes him. Yeah. And he was like, my wife likes me on a good day. And I yeah. was like, that's true. <laughs> that was the other one, too. That was also, that was the same thing where it was like, okay, see, this is this is honesty in a way that I think that we advocated at the beginning of the show where it was like, can't somebody just go out there and like speak from the heart and just be themselves? Yeah. And that's, a, that is being yourself is like, I mean, you know, I'm not likable. I, I mean, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm don't, I'm not proud to be an asshole and I spend a lot of time trying to pray this shit away. Uh, but yeah, I, I can see why you wouldn't like me. Yeah. I don't yeah. say the most popular thing sometimes. Yeah. And I'll fucking yell at you. I don't give I'll, a shit. I'll you tell know? you, I'll, I'll tell you something you don't want to hear. Yeah. I'll fucking point at you. I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. it was just out there point. And that, that's one of the reasons I think he can win in a way. Right. Like I look at him as like, whoever is on that stage with Donald Trump is going to have to be a grumpy person that takes no bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And is not crazy. Like Joe Biden. Like, I think you just, they're just going to go all in on creepy Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I'm into. I like, I, I do. I do like Trump's nicknames for people, you know, crazy Bernie, creepy Joe. He's strong. He just, he just come, he's just like quick, quick with it. As soon as he sees just to say something that just is like tears you down. He called Amy Klobuchar snow lady. <laughs> what? She was giving a speech. So icy? She was giving a speech about climate change and it was a blizzard. Oh. And he's like, look at snow lady over there giving a speech about climate <laughs> And I was just like, Snow Lady is, that's a good nickname. That's something I would have come up with. Yeah. Oh, like a snow lady over there thinking it's snow, thinking it's going to get warmer, right? But yeah, they're all out in Davos right now with like uh, all of the uh, bad people, the capitalists and shit, like all the, uh, the president What's and like all the leaders of the world and then all the companies get together and they, you know, sort of sit around tables and talk about how they can make the world a better place and stuff with capitalism. Uh, I don't, I haven't paid attention to that, to be honest. Yeah. I saw this story today that came out of Davos and I, I wanted to read it to you. Cause I think it's something that's going to make you fucking nuts. <laughs> it All may right. be a little bit nuts too, though. Right. Okay. Coca-Cola stood by its single-use plastic bottles at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Speaking to the BBC, Senior Vice President Beatrice Perez shifted responsibility for the mountains of plastic they produce on consumers. Customers are thirsty for drinks bottled in resealable, lightweight plastic, no. she said. I, I agree. No. People would love bottles. People no. would fucking go baggy for bottles. Let me bring whatever I want. Yes. <laughs> to fill it up. I agree with that, dude. I just... Let me bring. And you know what? That works too. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Let me just bring like this bucket and fill it full of pop, and I'll pay per pound. I'll do bulk pop. I mean, we do all have at least one growler in our house. Exactly. Even people that don't drink them, <laughs> you just end up with them. People yeah. leave them at your house and shit. What Go about get a growler old, of Coke? 
And, or I would love to take my old two liter. I just drank the damn thing. I'm not going to do anything else, but throw it in the landfill. Might as well bring it right back and fill it up. So, and they're blaming customers because they buy them. And it's like, that's how you fucking sell them. Yeah, you won't allow you know? it. They got it regulated to shit where it has to have a stamp on it. You know, it's like, I know when pop's gone bad. Like, you could put <laughs> it in a paint can and I could give it a whiff and know what what's what, you know? Pop in a paint can. <laughs> Business won't be, businesses won't be business if we don't accommodate consumers, Perez told the BBC. So as we change our bottling infrastructure, move into recycling and innovate, we also have to show the customer what the opportunities are. They will change with us. I, yeah. What if people had just, what if you brought one of those stainless steel water bottles and there was just somebody in the pop aisle that was just like, what do you want? And they just busted open a two liter and poured it into your cup we or, or had a fountain or if they did the fountain, like something like that. I mean, there is the fountain system Off and they're the basically already putting buckets next to those fucking things anyway let's, at the gas station. Let's talk about shampoo. Let's talk about granola. Let's talk about everything in bulk. No more no more cartoon animals or any or slogans on the outside of shit. Just I don't like, even care. You, you can, can bring a, a sl- baseball helmet and scoop it full of cereal and the kid get it weighed at the counter. You could put a slogan on the bucket that you're getting it out of, right? You go in, they got these big barrels of pop and it says Coca-Cola on it. You're getting yeah. the Coke here. Right. But you're still just only one use. Like we have to fucking cut the shit with one. With so this week, someone been, said pop in a metal water bottle explodes. That's cool. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for setting that the record straight on that. I'm cool with that. We'll pop in anything that, though. Like again, we're well, all you, running around with fucking uh, those Nalgene uh, bottles and shit like that. Got one right fucking here. We all have something that we're taking stuff in if we're responsible fucking people that we could get. Theoretically, you could put any liquid in that. It doesn't have to be water. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Coca-Cola yeah. makes about 3 million tons of plastic packaging a year. That's roughly 200,000 bottles a minute. The BBC reports last year Coca-Cola was ranked the world's top plastic polluting corporation in an audit by the campaign Break Free from Plastic. Beverage giants Nestle and PepsiCo come in second and third, respectively. <laughs> uh, uh, Beth Wheatsaw uh, said a can is just a small metal water bottle. That's true. I mean, we, Same thing. we have fucking truly got to cut the shit with the plat. When I saw when I saw how much Coca-Cola and and this is this truly is something that we can fix whether it's going back to the glass bottles that you can just run back through and fill back up over and over. We could do that. But we got to fucking do something. Yeah. I mean that 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 amount of plastic. I I said 3 million tons of plastic. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah. Coca-Cola plans to use 50% recycled material in its packaging by 2030. By that date, the company said it will also collect and recycle the equivalent of every bottle or can it sells globally. And in 2019, both Coca-Cola and Pepsi committed to rolling out aluminum containers for water as a way to cut down on plastic well, pollution. The smarty pants in the chat are saying, think we're blaming consumers, but I'm we, not blaming consumers. No, I'm they, saying these companies stop have to selling, stop selling them. Yeah. Start selling me. Let me buy a bathtub full at a time in bulk. That's what I think. For I my do. party, I want to hold. Come, bring a truck to my house and fill up a bathtub. Well, I've been, I've been so I eat a treat every night. It's very important to me to have a treat when I get home, a sweet treat. And um, I made myself a cake the other day, and I'm like gnawing on this cake all week, right? And it occurred to me 
that like the cake doesn't have an individual wrapper. And I feel much better of that because almost everything is individually wrapped and they got to stop it, dude. Why can't they just shove little Debbie's in the cardboard box without the wrapping? You <laughs> they would be saying? fine. They would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I just think we have to st- like, we had like a, a company like Coca-Cola. We are going to have to tell them that they have to stop making shit. And I'm not saying do it with your dollars. I'm saying fucking show up and say no more of this plastic. Okay, you know, the plastic bottles are ridiculous. There's cans. Yeah, you can we just have to have... do cans, and I don't even want cans. I want nothing. I want fucking nothing from these companies. Like I want them to just make the product available. I guess, like, a, a, like I said, a big bucket of Coke. You know, I'll go <laughs> yeah. and grab it. Yeah, nothing. Um. um I mean, we also shouldn't. I mean, I don't know. We if treats every day is uh, it should be something we should expect all the time. I expect treats every day. I mean, that's part of living in in twenty twenty is okay. that there are treats every single day, and they're good. Birthday cake all the time. It just makes you happy. It's individually, individually cake. wrapped birthday cake all the time. Yeah, I, I. Well, no. See, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying some kind of fucking treat. <laughs> That doesn't involve a bunch of plastic. Yeah, you go to a... That's called a local baker that you go and pick it up from their fucking place and put it in your cake stand. You put it in your little cake carrier. That's true. I wish I had $40 to buy a cake from a local bakery. Ooh, Just Pies clothes. I just moved near them and they're gone and they were the best pies. Just Pies. So good. Yeah, so... uh, that was a depressing thing, but that's what they're out there doing in Davos, Switzerland. Cool. All the big Sounds wigs fun. are out there saying we're not going to quit making plastic bottles because you piggies will eat them up. That sucks. <laughs> Some part of my complaints is I wonder if like if they really do have to have those conversations and they're actually doing it and just like ah well I mean you know but we put people's individual names on them. There's a lot of different names, you know. <laughs> yeah. We put people's names on them, folks. I saw a small business tyrant account. This week on it was a Twitter account. It, it's it got, screenshots now. It got shut down. Or okay, yeah, someone sent it to us, right? Yeah, seven fifteen restaurant. I yeah, yeah, in what, Oklahoma. What happened? <laughs> they were trying to be funny, which is weird. Like, don't do that. You know. But no, that's how you do get. You got to try to to show your personality on social media. That that's how you get more business. Right. I'm saying. People have bad personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. Yeah, bad judgment. They're getting exposed. Yeah. To whence they uh, can post publicly. Right. So here's here's a tweet they did, right? Apparently it was snowing or something there. R.E. the weather. Due to the expendableness of our staff, we will be not only open, but we'll open like five minutes early today. If they wanted an easy, safe job, they should have stayed in college and made better choices in general. Anyway, see you at 1055. See, that's, um, I imagine that's some small business tyrant at a cocktail or party hour is like, I have these so many funny jokes, you know, these people, they don't matter. They should have went to school. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you should share that. That's hilarious. I guess it does. Okay. So it's very obviously a joke. Yeah. No, it's very. uh, It's from their perspective. They're like, I mean, you have to understand. I own these people. They're worthless to me. I don't even know their names. They're just a number in my uh, my 
my kiosk system. Right. Well, I, I think the what I'm it, it's a joke, but it, it it sounds like thoughts that cross this person's mind. And from it what is. I know of restaurant owners and and small businesses, this is. What they think I mean, of their employee. <laughs> to be successful in restauranting, you have to punish the people a lot. It's a lot of people that can put up with that level of punishment. Yeah. Because they are the worst. So the next so the next one, this is an ice storm. So the next one ends up on Facebook. They decided to do a multi-platform. <laughs> Once again, I just imagine this is somebody that's like listening to a, like a business podcast. It's just like, you need, to, you need to build a culture around your brand and really let people know how you feel. Let your personality shine on social media. And someone's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put some of my jokes on the Facebook page. I also feel like if, if like, why did it? Here's a joke that they could do that wouldn't like encourage people to treat their employees like shit instead. Because I mean, that's another thing, right? Is like if the culture around the company is that the employees are shit, people are going to take that. People will take that on. You know, people yeah. who are fans of the restaurant on social media will take it on. Like, hey, you are useless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff like that. And, like, they could have said, like, why don't you come and eat one of our shitty hamburgers today or something Yeah, like that. that would have been funny. <laughs> like, hey, it's snowing. That doesn't mean you can't come and eat one of our shitty chef salads. Yeah. Or say, like, I won't say our food is great, but we are open. <laughs> yes. Yes, they could have done that. But I can't guarantee you like the food, but we'll, we'll be here. That's a joke. I mean, they're both jokes. That's I'm a saying. Joke. And, but one joke is... Only evil people are laughing at it. And the it's other a, joke is... Uh, I do think... I mean, it does feel like... It feels just like one of those... This is who are... In, this is who's in charge. I mean, this is the yeah. mentality. It's not self-deprecating, no. I guess. It is... It, I know, But it, I wonder it, it, if... It's accepting your position. It's like, uh, you know, like, I'm in control of these people. And, like, I view them as, like, you know... Expendable. Expendable. Well... Like I can view them like I've ran through so many of them. Like I've mistreated so many of them that the turnover rate is every six months on these people. I've seen, you know, 10, 20 years into owning a fucking restaurant, you've, you already had a hundred people come through your door. They just all are nameless, faceless people. Sure. Sure. And yeah. you're just, you get to keep being the, the fucking. Well, it makes me wonder if the person who wrote the tweets thought it was self-deprecating humor. Like they were thinking like, oh, it's no, like, they were going know, after their last resort. Resort. I know it. I know they were, but I think maybe they sat around and thought like, no, this is like, this is a funny little self-deprecating thing. I'm a bad boss. I'm a mean I boss. Think, I you think know? it's one of, I, to me, honestly, I feel like it, like somebody that's behind the counter and the, the customer is there and they're like, oh, the customer's like, oh, I hate to bother you, but could you give me another bag for this? And then the manager steps in like, oh, don't worry about bothering them. If they wanted something better, they would have went for that rocket science degree. Exactly. Exactly. So here's the Facebook one. That's uh, It seems like non-essential employees are the ones who should be out in this weather. Keep the essential ones safe. Anyway, we'll be open regular hours today. And then restaurant week, W-E-A-K, is, is the hashtag they did. I mean, I don't, I, that is, that's not, I mean, that's only funny too. That's like lizard shit. That's like lizard people shit. That is something that you say like a, like a, like a, that's something that you say behind closed doors. Like when the restaurant week, all the people in your town that do a restaurant week, all the restaurant tours get together, 
Like they can cheers like the blood of like a dishwasher and say like fuck these people. That's they what they don't. Doing. Yeah, like they. But that's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, you don't put that on Twitter. No. So then uh, somebody posted their kids menu. Oh, uh, yeah. It's worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they got. I mean, these people. You know, you can't control someone's sense of humor. This is a small business tyrant, and this is like just an idiot. I think because their kids menu, it has the stuff right and like it has uh you know they do spaghetti uh they do have gluten free but it takes longer you know little things like that then at the bottom it has a picture of santa claus and it says remember kids if your parents get divorced you get two christmases <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow <laughs> that's uh, not the, on the kids menu is, is that's a little uh, weird is there a deadpool next to that i know <laughs> It was a picture of Santa, but a Deadpool. That, Deadpool, Deadpool Santa. runs this restaurant, I think. Um, uh, that is a that is not something. Uh, where did that? Where do you get that idea to do that? I, where trying, does that? I can reverse engineer the idea. You think it's just you want to? You just really are so tickled by the idea of some parent reading that while they're there. Yeah. I mean, it makes me wonder because, like, if I saw that on the menu, I wouldn't think it's funny. It's not particularly funny. I mean, it's inappropriate. That's what it is. It's just, like, it's not funny. It's inappropriate. So, it's, uh, it's funny. I mean, you know it, I yeah, mean? I mean, it's one. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I guess it, it's like it. These all seem like things that you would say in like the most private of moments. Yeah. Like, like that's something that you would say to be fucked up when you're talking to three to five people, <laughs> you know, so, like it's not really that. I don't know. Like you're not, I wouldn't spread. That's not like a, it sounds like a street joke that they're trying to like spread around. Yeah. Well, so, um, like that is a common parlance. So then they took the Instagram Oh no, they went multi-platform. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is somebody that's listening to social media marketing podcasts that are like, you need to be present on all of the major platforms. You need to diversify your message and let your personality shine. Is Do you think that's like, you have to create a, a personal brand that's, that's I, like... That's what they're all saying, yeah. Oof. This is not the brand, buddy. This is the somebody that's got it wrong. You, you know, this is someone too dude, confident in their own sense of humor. You're totally right. This is a cards against humanity person. It's <laughs> what it is. It's a cards against humanity person that said, "I'm just going to be me." You yeah. know, I'm going to run this restaurant. I'm just going to be me. We'll let you know. We'll let people decide. We'll let the customers decide because I know there's a lot of effed up mfers like me out there. <laughs> <laughs> so their pi it was a picture of a note that they had that said staff roads are fine drive fast don't be late regular hours today xo so <laughs> that's ugly i mean i know you're not getting people on your side yeah yeah um i mean how many everybody's cussed out the the person that made you drive through like level two snow emergencies and shit yeah they're the worst people in the world to me that was always the worst because to me. And also, um, you know, call centers, there are people calling from places where it's not a level snow emergency. Restaurants, they're bringing you in there to make like a f one hamburger. There's people that have gone to work on a snow day and not served a single person. Yeah, yeah. But would have completely lost their job if they didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. They had to. Uh, so then the last thing they had was another tweet. 
that just said, which Back this one is kind of funny, but it's like bad business. Like this person is the worst business person I've ever heard. Uh, forgot to mention that in addition to our special restaurant week menu, our regular super high price dinner menu will also be in effect. That's okay. <laughs> that one's not bad. That's self that Yeah, that's that right goes thing. after him. Yeah. That's the brand, right? That's great. Yeah, that you have to dial it in. You can't. <laughs> the first thing they thought were like, mm, mm, oh, I hate the fucking people that work for me. Let's go with that <laughs> like when they were in the brainstorming meeting they were like talking to like their brother-in-law that's like i don't know man you gotta post on instagram that's what you gotta do and then they're fucking figuring out like what can we say what can we say they're like oh the employees i would just love to see them get run over by a car that's funny right that's funny right <laughs> that just seems so uh i'm trying to think of the word that just seems so like it's blind right like a uh, uh uh not blind but like like, like you just have a blind spot. You don't know what normal people think is funny. Like, I don't either. I'm not a mainstream act, but I do know that, like, if I'm doing, if, let's say I was running the social media for a restaurant, I would know not to use my jokes on that thing because yeah. they have cusses in them and other stuff. You know, uh, like you just, it's just, wow. I mean, there's just, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I really can't come up with anything off the top of my head, but there are moments where people are fooling around and joking and someone says something that's just like super personal. And you're like, God damn, I guess you've been thinking about that for a while, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. someone just says something. It's like, that's why you always fucking do that. And you're like, really? Is that me? You know, someone fucking goes at you hardcore. Right. Yeah. So like. You know, I think that you're worthless. And you're like, oh, man, really? I'm fucking yeah. worthless as a human being? Yeah. I So the other, the next little thing I saw of, of like, just a person that I, I don't even get this person. Now, part of me does sympathize. Like, this is the Dan Levitt. Did you see this story, Dan no. Levitt? All right. So he's a pod save America guy. He's one of those guys. Okay. okay. He does okay. a show called Love It or Leave It. Or he's not John Favreau. He's not Johnny Fabs. Okay. He's one of the other guys. He's he's part of Crooked Media, right? Which is the nerds, right? Like it's just a bunch of nerd nerd shows, right? I don't know anybody that listens. I'd love to hear from somebody that listens, I guess, but nobody in my life listens. Yeah, we call it Crooked Media. Cricket, yeah, it's Cricket. David Levitt may be an award-winning journalist, as his Twitter bio proudly claims, but he's also an absolute nightmare of a customer. If his run-in with a Target employee last week is any indication. Wait. So. Was that, that was him? That was him. He was a crooked I, media guy. Wait, I thought that was just like a rando. That was not a rando. All right, keep going. Sorry, sorry. I'm, not, I'm like. Shit changed, shit changed for me. That's I, why it's that's why that's it was why good, it was noteworthy. Okay, that's sorry. exactly why it was noteworthy. Oh wait, <laughs> yes. So hold on. Some people <laughs> in the chat are finding out too. I'm gonna be with them. I'm gonna just remain calm so you can continue telling us what happened. So what did Levitt do? He took her picture. So okay, here's what happened. Last week, Levitt was shopping at Target in Swansea, Massachusetts, when he came across an electric toothbrush that looked as if it was on sale for one penny. Pod, Pod Save America. They worked with Barack Obama right yes these they were like advisors or something yeah speech writers speech writers yes went to a target and saw a display toothbrush marked as one penny yes 
So they saw it, and he, he tried to buy it, and he and the per- Tory Parati, who was handling the register, didn't go for it. After all, the real sale price was $89.99. So what did Levitt do? He took her picture and posted it on Twitter in an attempt to shame her. So he's calling her the manager of the Target, which I find... It sucks because I'm like a manager, but she's yeah, not like a high-powered manager. Yeah, we're all trained to say, sir, I'm the manager. I, you, sir, you are speaking to the manager. That's that, that's what they train you to say before you ever get the other manager. Yeah. So here's his... I, I can go through his thread here for you. because This probably- is insane. This is the guy from Pod Save America. <laughs> this is the kind of podcasters that are getting all of the attention. These are the people we're looking up to. Is this son of a bitch? Yeah. How much time does he how much time money does he have to get to to buy the goddamn toothbrush? He is an award-winning multimedia journalist, bylines in CBS Access, Yahoo Examiner, etc. I love games, tech, travel, oh, casual piece of shit. MTG player. Um so he tried to do this shit for clout. He decided there's pictures of that woman and she looks so goddamn frustrated and pissed at that dude and it is absolutely warranted. Because he's in there demanding that due to what? Massachusetts law? Is that what it is? Yeah. Due to Massachusetts law that you have to honor whatever is printed on the shelf. Or no, every single... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every single item must individually be marked with a price. And they don't have like individual price tags on their stuff. They just have it on the shelf. And so this toothbrush was on a shelf that said 0.1 cents for the display toothbrush. Which, I mean... If you brought the one in the box, I mean, you got to grab the one off the shelf. It wasn't really the display toothbrush. Now I want to know. It was the display. To- I'm looking to see if he. I might have just fucking said this guy was Pod Save Pod Save America because I thought he was. I'm looking him up. They uh, said it's. They said it's not Pod Save America. It's not okay. <laughs> we just slandered the shit out of that guy. Now we're yeah. gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, Brian, what did you do? I'm stupid. Yeah, that blew my mind. Oh, it's Love It is the guy's name. L O V E. Oh my god, dude! Not yeah, because I had no idea that it was the. It wasn't actually. Ugh. Now yeah, I just that's cut serious. That yeah, that's could get us in trouble. I feel like. Nah, it's not gonna get us in trouble. I slandered Pod Save America. It's like yeah, they deserve thing. it. He would do that though. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> all that really says is that I believed it. Like I absolutely thought he's the type of person I, that would do that. I want to be clear. I don't want to cut it out because I think we're gonna get in trouble. I want to cut it out because I sound like a stupid fucking idiot. That's <laughs> so. Uh, so let's look at this award-winning journalists. Uh, post though, but it's not Pod Save America, but it is another award-winning journalist. Yes. Why isn't he? Uh, this dude needs to get hired for Pod Save America now in order to save face for me. We have to get him a job. At Let's Pod get save him America. a job at Pod Save America. So it's Target. Oh fuck this guy too. I mean, of course. Well, yeah, fuck this guy. We don't like this guy. I just wish I didn't say he was from <laughs> Pod Save America because now I feel like a dumb fuck. You know, now I'm taking all the heat off of him because I fucked up. Hot sauce in the chat said a love it or leave it situation. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what it is. It was it was a real love it or leave it situation. Oh, David Levitt, why'd you do this to me? So he 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 talks about this. Uh he says the target manager Tory is not honoring the price of their items per Massachusetts law. Because he saw that yeah. one cent, right? Which nobody believed that it was one cent. No, not it's a, a placeholder. No reasonable human would ever believe. Well, it's probably 
It, somebody could have even, it says display right on it. Somebody could have even just taken the thing off of it, right? Like the real price tag off of the display. I mean, I fuck around with stuff all the time when I'm in the store. I mean, I, I mean, I do like the energy. I think that if you can get it for one penny, you should try. Right. I you think- should try one time. Like you should literally walk up to the display toothbrush and break it off of the display and then grab the tag and walk up to the show, walk up there and ask for it for one penny. And when they say no, you just say, all right. Well, and then you just leave it on the counter. That is how walk it should away. end. I we shouldn't make it that. like a social media moment. She, she, you know, she should have fucking done. She would have been like, here, you can have the display for one penny. That's what I was expecting. That's what I was wondering. If he, if he took, if he, he took one in a box, it's like, that's not the display. You need to get the one that has been fingered by everybody. Yeah. And all the weird people that look around and then put it in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. I lick salt lamps, so I yeah. would definitely do that. Um, so, um, so then his next tweet is, yeah. I, I just had to call the police because Target refused to sell me the toothbrush. See, yeah, and like somebody said, this is like, if you know this is a thing in Massachusetts, you should have one of your friends come through and say, hey, I want this display toothbrush for a penny. And you're like, oh, I have to honor that. And then you ring it up. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like it's a scam to pull. It's not like a stunt. It is, but it's not. It's one of those things. It's like I totally understand trying to get it for the penny. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I've probably been in a store and saw something priced wrong and be like, hey, why is that not? You know what it is, and then they just gave it to me. I don't ever yell at anybody. I mean, yeah, I've taken price tags off of an item and put it on a different item. Can't do that anymore. Twenty. I know, but back in the day, it was easy. Big lots was odd lots was like Walmart. Yeah, Walmart didn't care for a lot of a lot of times. I wish they would have never got came up with that universe that UPC code. You know those barcodes. I wish they would have never thought of that. Yeah. You know, we were really doing good on stealing. For well, a there long used to time. be a lot of stickers that you could peel off. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not call 911. <laughs> I called the business number for the police and told them it was not an emergency and that they could take their time and explain the situation. The business police. The motherfucker- <laughs> Why did the business police show up in suits? He called the police the business on police. Target. Yeah. Which, again, whatever dude i like this i mean once again yeah yeah i mean this is a good waste of time I guess. wasting it's everybody's waste. time that's what happens when you're an award-winning journalist you spend like so you just, little time working you, you're just like eh. i'm gonna wrap everybody into some catastrophe that i'm making <laughs> yeah. up the police verified target displayed the price of the toothbrush for one cent. The store manager, Tori refused to sell me the toothbrush for displayed yes. price. Fuck the, him. The police said I need to sue them and that they're making me a verified report to take the court. Fuck. Yeah. Tori did it right though. That's not the guy to give it to. That is the one to fight back. And that's how I feel like my, the customer service solutions. I, I get the best customer service by being nice and understanding and working with the person that I'm talking to instead of trying to like, you know, just be the the squeaky wheel that gets the grease, you know? Right. Because they can shut you down forever. They can just be like, you're not going to talk to the next manager. It's done. You know, yeah. like it's over. We're not selling you the fucking thing you're, for one, it's one Yeah, you're not going to get it. I don't care what you think is going on right now. Go get a lawyer. Go, you know, whatever. I, want, I hope he gets a lawyer. Uh, he's going to spend... Let's see how much he's willing to spend to save $89. I mean, are you willing to, how how many thousands of, how many hundreds? I mean, just saying that you're going to have a lawyer is going, 
to get a consultation is more than the goddamn toothbrush. What a fucking annoying person this yeah. guy must be. Yeah, just I mean, this is fucking tar and feather would be a person. good solution. Just old school stuff, excommunicating somebody, ripping all their clothes off of them and throwing them in the woods. I like stuff like that, like making them just completely excommunicated. I mean, this society. guy, you know who this guy reminds me of? Um, the, the character from the 2016 election that Felix and Virgil came up with. What was his name? He reminds me of that guy. God damn it. I, I'm blanking on the name. You remember who I'm talking about, though? Yeah. yeah Di Carl Diggler. Yes. He reminds me of fucking Carl Diggler. The next tweet said, corporations like Target are not above the wall. For, he's going after. Okay. That is not fair because he's going after a specific person so now he's making me feel like i'm sticking up for a corporation right when i'm sticking up for fucking a manager Tory. that didn't want to deal with this fucking bullshit that day you know yeah i mean uh just uh, there's just they're not going to give it to you right like some you know it's a lottery system you can go and try to pull that scam off in 100 targets and i bet you get a free toothbrush eventually just how much time you want to invest to save eighty nine dollars? Just like the same way, how many lawyers do you want to say you know to pay for to get eighty nine dollars? Uh, but like, it, this is not the day when they tell you no. It's fucking no. It, it, that's exactly it. That's what I always get say. Get gone when, when they tell you no. The answer is no. I think I got a nosebleed. Up cool, here. man. Yeah, that's intense. Pretty heavy metal. Uh, so then he says, corporations like Target are not above the law. The police officer told me they'd testify that they saw the price and that the manager wouldn't sell me the item for the price listed. Testify. And then he goes to one more. Fuck, my nose is going off. I have not been able to afford to go to a dentist in over three years. So yes, I wanted a good toothbrush and was thrilled to see such an amazing price on an Oral-B at Target. Refused to honor it. Now I have to take them to court. I mean, dude, you should use some of that court money to on get the your dentist. Yeah. I mean, one, I think lawyer time to dentist time is pretty even trade, right? Like they're about the same. It cost me about the same. It's like a hundred bucks an hour to fuck with those motherfuckers, right? I mean, I don't think the dentist is going to take it on like the, you know what I mean? The dentist isn't going to like be like, oh, I'm going to, uh, or no, the lawyer isn't going to like cut them a break. I mean, you can take get, it on like uh what's the word pro bono. You can get a cleaning at the dentist for less than $89 though. Without insurance. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bleeding. So cool. <laughs> I'm like focused it's on it. It's not that bad. It's not like gushing or anything. Yeah. 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 It would be cooler if it was. Yeah. I mean, it's not intense enough. Yeah. So this guy, what a fucking weirdo, man. Go to so the he said he hasn't been to the dentist. Money. So he, what, this is somebody that's having a, um, this person needs some attention, some love and care, because that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. A regular old toothbrush does a good job. Yes. Like you can, you got to just work on the wrist motion. You got to do how to, you got to do sweeps, right? You got to get a soft bristle. Uh, and the dentist will give you a fucking toothbrush every time you goddamn go. If you're, oh, he's not going. I forgot. Yeah, no, he can't go. But still, regular old tooth. You should try though. The dentist doesn't hand The dentist has never tried to sell me an electric toothbrush, which now that I say that makes me feel like I don't need one. That's how I feel too. They've never. I mean, they do they've try never, to sell them to me. They do. Yeah, they're always like, you "Mine get doesn't one give a shit." OLBs, and I'm like, "Motherfucker, I don't got eighty dollars really? for a toothbrush." Mine's just like take this regular old fucking hog brush and put it up against your gums. <laughs> I mean, they give me a free toothbrush. Gwen got mine. Doesn't yeah, mine doesn't give a shit about that. 
Yeah, they gave it to her with the braces. While we were paying for the braces, they were like, here, have also a toothbrush. No, I prefer, I do, I mean, I would like to have one, but I seriously, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine, um, you know, there's things that happen in life, and as you get older, um, you just get, like, cold chills down your spine with how embarrassed you are, how you acted. Yeah. Right? Um, I hope, I'm, I hope that, I, I, I hope that this, like, I hope that this person... This David David Lovett is that what it is? Leave it, David Lovett is the Pod Save guy. Got it. This I'm guy, currently having that feeling about this Pod Save America thing. Do you think that he's going to feel like shameful? Like he's going to be like, I was actually in a Target performing on social media to get a toothbrush. I don't. I don't. Because and, here's, and a- here's why. He called the police. It's just like once you get to that level but, where you're a guy that calls the police because they won't sell you a toothbrush for a penny, you're never going to fucking realize the, the error of your way. And this is why we do need to democratize some things or maybe spread it around. Back in the day on Twitter, like um, early days, 2009 to 2012, you can go on there and like Barbasol would send you like shaving cream and a razor in the mail. And like everywhere you checked into online would give you free sandwiches and shit. And I feel like this guy just, you know, is very passionate about electric toothbrushes and that they should just fucking give him one, right? Like, he should just have one because he feels like he's such a special boy. Your clout (laughs) doesn't get you nothing. Your clout, yeah, he can't, award-winning journalist. I can't even come in here and get a a goddamn electric toothbrush for a penny anymore. I got free movie tickets once for complaining about a movie in the theater. It was great. Dog, he could have stole that motherfucker out of Target, especially looking like an award-winning journalist. They're not going to chase you out of the store. They're not following you around at all. You could have just stuffed that shit right into your goddamn blazer. Yeah. And skedaddled. Just take the toothbrush Like the rest of us. That's cheaper than a penny. It's better than a penny. They don't track your fucking movements either. They don't have any sort of GPS triangulations on your ass or know where you spent your money visa doesn't make anything off of it you know? no that's true it's it's preferable so i saw this news story last week that was pretty cool a federal appeals court on monday tossed out a veteran's conviction for wearing military medals he didn't earn saying it was a form of free speech protected by the constitution <laughs> so especially I mean, you can get them at the thrift store so you yeah. can't stop me yeah we got to do it. We're going to do it. The shirt. I want to do the shirt. Yeah. I want to make a shirt that says it's not illegal and has all of the, uh, <laughs> the, the medals on, on the side. Like, if oh, we oh can long get, sleeve. Like, yeah. I also want, I also thought, um, we can make a shirt that says, um, the real ones are at home in a case. And then it just displayed all of like the, the real medals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just make like, I keep the real ones at home. Hat. Just make one of those veteran hats and just make it say yeah. drug war instead. Yeah. I mean, uh, Two Chains had the strip club veterans hats oh, like had a one? few years back. Yeah. Ah, damn it. We got to find a special military shirt and then rip it off. Yeah, we got to do it. And make it our own thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, free reign. I mean, I want a Purple Heart shirt. That's all I'm trying to say is that like, I just want a shirt that says I earned a Purple Heart in Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. And no. spelled I-R-A-K-C-K. Yeah. Yeah. I-R-A-C-K. I always wanted one that said I'm a colonel in the army, but it's spelled K-E-R-N-E-L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a big colonel. Yeah. What, just, what's your platoon? Eighth division. Right. You know, hoo-ha. You know. <laughs> hoo-ha. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, they do. Every time. Eighth Airborne Division. Hoo-ha. You know, I'm a 
fucking stealing Valor. Me and Brett been trying to steal Valor since 2013. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, I do the parking lot thing sometimes. I, I parked in some veteran parking lots before. I stand but up. But no fake metals. I, I really, um... I really should do more with fake metals. How you know, I stole some Valor when we went... Uh, actually, some help, once again, from Minion Death Call. When we were in Oregon... We went to check out. He said, "Do you want to vet? Do you have a, a student or veterans discount?" And Alexander said, "Oh yeah, these guys are these guys are heroes." <laughs> and he goes, "Is that so?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I served." And he goes, you, "Do you have a, the idea or anything?" I was like, "Oh no, I don't keep that with me at all." Yeah, yeah, that's no, all I don't, you I don't say. know. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I keep that to myself. That's my private stuff. It's protected speech. Yeah, yeah, I look at I have a fucking foot I have my foot locker at my house. I open it up sometimes and I look at it all and I, I think about all the wars I've been in. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, I'm just living through war all the time. <laughs> Living the every day. The problem with both of us is that neither one of us look like a guy that would be a troop. Like we can't pull it off. Neither one yeah. of us can. Yeah. There's no troop that looks like you. First of all, yeah. beard. They always shave. They're always clean. Or they go cut. no, there's a lot of super long ones too. Oh yeah, they gotta do the super long ones. The manliest one. one. Yeah. The, the manliest one. The one you get bacon caught in when you're yes. you know. Yeah, bacon. Bacon grease. that you cooked by shooting it with a gun. Yes. You know? Yes. You just fired a gun until it got super hot and you cracked an egg on the side of it and threw it on top of a hamburger. Dude, let's buy military uniforms, right? And then go to a concert at an arena <laughs> and say we forgot our tickets. Like, just get up there in our military uniforms and be like, oh, shit, you know? I, I think just tickets are at home. We just parachuted into town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just leaving. I just got out of the military. I just got back from... Uh, I just left the military. Yeah, I just got out of the military. <laughs> I left my tickets back at the platoon. <laughs> I mean, I can go back and get them, and they'd be like, "No, sir, thank yeah. you," and they would just let you. <laughs> they give you a nice hearty salute. How funny would that fucking be <laughs> to say I left them at the platoon? Yeah, I left them at the pl platoon. See, my my buddies and my squadron bought me these tickets because they know I'm such a huge fan of saliva, mm -hmm. and I'm here. Don't make me go home. You know, get the tickets. You know, I'm an honorable man. Fought honorably in one of the wars. Yeah, we were just bunkered down below the bridge on 71 <laughs> trying to, to protect the area from any sort of outside threats. And we're like, shit, we got to get to the concert. <laughs> but we forgot the tickets at home. Yeah. Or you go to fucking Golden Corral and you just yeah. are like, uh, I left my uh, I left my wallet back in my foot Dude, we gotta get it. We gotta, we gotta get. We gotta get. We gotta get the. We gotta get a camo outfit. We gotta get the. What is it called? Fatigue. Fatigue. How fat would I look? Like you gotta get me the dress blues so I look all fat. Let's go over. get fatigue. Let's go get fatigues and get buffet food, dude. Yeah. Just be like, oh no, I forgot my wallet. Uh, be it would save money on tour. A lot. It's, that would be a good way to get the make our money. Tour. Hey, we're a squadron <laughs> from out here, and yeah, we're doing PT and <laughs> yeah, we've been doing PT. I'm, you know, I'm I'm sick and tired of peeling potatoes. Yeah, been doing all day. Military. Uh, yeah, you. Hey, he doesn't have as have it half as bad as me. I'm the onion guy. <laughs> good God, that's all I get to eat.
I get instead just of an apple, I get an onion every day because I I'm the slowest at at a that our quarter mile. <laughs> Referencing stuff from Beetle Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what people know is the millet. That's what they I believe. Know. I know you could totally get away with it, man. <laughs> yeah. You could totally. They love it. it. I mean, we could they just want somebody to worship. They just want somebody to like look up to. <laughs> we could probably put on suits and say we work for the NSA, right? And just show up and be like, I'm. An, well, I guess you're probably not allowed to do that. No, don't yeah, mess with say that. You're a veteran. Don't mess with that. Yeah, just go for a regular old dumb army. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just say the army too. Don't don't fucking get creative with no, it, man. No. You know, people will believe just, you if you say army because nobody goes in the army. They all go into like the other ones with different names. Yeah. Just say <laughs> I barely passed and I'm like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Boot camp. Oh, that was tough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was hell. You know, you make me do push ups. Guy was mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The food, they only gave you like two minutes to eat and they made me do push ups. It's <laughs> yeah. terrible. I would love to just get in a conversation. I'm going to do that. Over- you want to steal Valor? You want to really make- go for it? I'm gonna make a it's deal. It's probably the best drug. I'll probably quit weed if I could get Valor. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna make a deal with myself that sometime this year I'm gonna have a conversation with like an older person and tell them I was in the military and tell them old war stories and stuff and see how far I can get with it. You know what? The cable guy came today to hook things up, and all I kept thinking was like, "This was Brian." Yes, and like it is. You could switch, dude. It's I all know. switch up. I know. You have to you have to change your swagger a little bit, but you could be a troop, dude. You could totally be a vet. I think so, yeah. I'm I'm a fucking Listen. If there's one thing I'm good at, okay, I'm good at this, but also customer service. I'm probably the top level customer service guy that anybody's ever met. I have been only doing customer service my entire life. So yeah, man, I could switch up, man. I could be professional. I can definitely, there are so many different things you gotta perform, that I can do. You gotta perform yeah, these people. I'm good you gotta at be it. at the candle store and let somebody like, oh, you can cut in line, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so many bonuses you get. If we Also, if we did it for the tour, we could get maybe someone in first class would give up their seat for us? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get on the plane first. I think I could wrangle a seat out of somebody. Probably. I feel like it could have a situation where I accidentally fall into somebody in first class and they're like, oh, excuse me, I'm I'm having some PTSD or, you know, some, yeah. <laughs> just really leverage their seat out of, right out of them. Oh, I fell down uh, uh, my leg, my bum leg from when it got, uh, um, I got a, uh, a grenade, uh, a grenade. Yeah, a grenade hit me, gets shrapnel <laughs> in my knee. Right. I can't stretch it, you know, a grenade. <laughs> that was the, a that's grenade. the famous tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's a I don't know, it's a <laughs> the I don't it's a it's still at this point a very big part of uh, you know, the I don't know, we're still going to war and having people doing that stupid shit, right? Well, let's hear this guy's it's still story. Like, people like it's just frustrating to me how many people are like worship that so much. I know. You just want to make fun of them. Which, I mean, it's like, I don't, you know, the person that signs up to be a fucking troop, like, I mean, I I respect that they're, like, willing to just take orders and do whatever someone else tells them to do. Yeah. But, like, it's just so misused and so not what we need at all. Like, it's just not relevant. Well, yeah, I think, like, the thing about it is, like, I, I think I do, I don't know, man. Like, I understand why people go because i understand 
like what it is like to be a young person that just wants in America that would really like love to have respect and adulthood or, and shit like that. Or just have things change. Like you just feel like there's no other option. Like so many, I have so many close friends that were just like, if this doesn't pan out, I'm just going to join the military and see what they fucking tell me to do. I did the same thing too. I, I mean, I kind of felt that way too. But then the people yeah. that did though, now they have like fucking hearing problems and brain issues and are like trying to get life insurance and plan for the future with like, they don't see themselves in it, you know? Yes. Like treat people so disposable and it's it's we never have an adult conversation about it it's either like you worship them like they're uh gi joes or you keep your mouth shut it's the only that's the only discourse that we have on that publicly yeah i think it would be i think it would be great if we like discouraged war yeah you know and part of discouraging war is discouraging people from signing up to do it i mean it, you know i don't and even, even know utilizing that's even, just telling these fucking people that just think that like, oh, I'll give fifty dollars to the wounded warriors once a month and once a month, and that'll take care of the issues with the fucking military, you know? Yeah, and it, and it's like, well, what if we just didn't make wounded warriors stop anymore? using them? Yeah, what if we just didn't have that go on? I mean, it would be nice to hear any sort of like per like because it sucks because you, you know when you say you're anti-war, you do see. You do see the like anti, they're like, you're anti interventionist. And it's like, yeah, I, cause intervention means kill to you. Every time you say that, it means kill. Like, that's what I look at when I, like, the way I look at things is like, this is probably why I never was like even close to joining, right? It's like, well, they're going to ask me to kill people and I don't feel totally comfortable doing that so i'm not gonna do it and we're not even like really a lot of this country's not even adult enough to like actually talk about that part you I know. know anytime you bring that up they're like oh most of them are on computers and i'm like yeah fly on a fucking jet to kill somebody yeah <laughs> like the, 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 the hands in the chain of of killing and you have to like fucking square yourself with that you can't just act like a fucking baby and say, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about how most of their job is building schools and having parades on Veterans Day. You yeah. know, I'm tired of the. I'm tired of all these stories about like, oh, my father was very noble and he would never really spoke about the war, you know, and it was like uh, he probably should have because it probably it affected his interaction with everybody for the rest of his fucking life. You right. Know? Or and yeah, it's like maybe, you know, you think about like when you say he should have talked about it, like maybe more people heard what it was like at war. They might not be so willing to do war. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, Elvin Joe Swisher of Idaho was convicted in 20, 2007 of violating the stolen valor act, which made it a misdemeanor to falsely claim military accomplishments. President George W. Bush signed it into law in 2006, yeah, but the that. U.S. Supreme Court struck it down in 2012 as a violation of free speech protection. Yes! Yeah. So this yeah. is official, dude. I'm allowed to have my own medals. I can make a medal that looks just like yours, and I can make a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt that looks just like yours, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the other thing is if I decide to run for mayor, I got a maybe I'll just start wearing medals. I got a replica sweatshirt. This is a replica sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm allowed to own a replica. I'm not allowed to sell them. 
Let's just buy medals. But I'm allowed to own them. Let's just buy a bunch of medals, and then but here's what we'll do. We'll go to the cashier when we're at a restaurant, and we'll get in our pocket to get the money out, and we'll just, be like, oh, I just got all these medals. Have a pocket full of medals just <laughs> spills out. Yeah, I got all these medals from when I was in the military fighting for your freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just something I wouldn't charge me, buddy. Okay. Prosecutors say Swisher enlisted in the Marines a year after the Korean War ended, but was never wounded in the line of duty. Swisher was honorably discharged in 1957, and discharge documents indicate that he didn't receive any medals, according to the Ninth Circuit ruling. Well, that's not fair. They should have gave, gave him some. During his 2007 trial, prosecutors showed the jury a photograph of Swisher wearing several military medals and awards, including the Silver Star, yeah. Navy and Marine Corps ribbon, Purple Heart, and the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation cool. Medal with a bronze V. The guy just... You know, you know what could have saved this guy a ton of trouble? You just give him some, like a, a herringbone and a, like a Figaro. He just likes jewelry. He just likes. Well, maybe he likes the honor. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if, what if they could just like shoot him in the foot, like safely with like a doctor <laughs> present? They should let them do that. He wanted some. He really wanted to like. He really wanted to give himself to the war, and he just couldn't really get the situation he was looking for. I mean, for. he signed up the year after a war. Yeah. And then it was just like there there's probably there's no wars going on. Yeah. So then he sat around fucking like, like Japan fuck, or fuck, something fuck. and Yeah. <laughs> fucking was like god damn it, nobody's going to respect this, you know. Yeah. I wish we weren't at war all the time because no, that would be the it's been continuous thing, right? forever yeah, for since 2001. They use them. The problem is that they ex that as long as the troops exist, they are going to fucking use I them. I know they love it and they love using the the weapons. Oh yeah, you know. During his so uh, Swisher's attorney Joseph Horace of Boise, Idaho, couldn't immediately be reached for comment Monday. He probably didn't want to talk to military dot com. <laughs> I don't think I would. I don't think I'd be able to be reached for comment with. <laughs> The story from military.com. Sure. Uh, after the Stolen Valor Act was struck down, Congress passed a new law making it a crime to profit financially by lying about your military service. Ah, uh, bullshit. Mm. This so seems you can... like also against my free speech. Yeah. <laughs> Barack Obama signed it in 2013. Ooh. After Swisher's conviction, Congress removed a provision making it illegal to wear unearned medals. So, 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 so this means that like, I am. I can wear my military medals that, according to me, I earned uh, up and down the street as much as I like. But I can't go to a Denny's and get a free Grand Slam because I got medals, right? That's true. You can. You can't yes. use them for a night for financial gain. No, but you. You can't get a free haircut. Is financial? That's what I'm saying. Is is like food financial gain? You know what I'm saying? What about like if I went to court, I'd be like, "Scrap! I can't spend scrambled eggs anywhere." One time, I went to Schenectady, New York, and did a advertisement for a car dealership where I pretended to be a corporal in the army. So <laughs> I made one thousand dollars from that. Is that illegal? That's illegal. That's yeah. illegal. But that's it, illegal. Bullshit. That's illegal. I mean, one of my. I, I, it's bullshit that you can't. Well, I mean, no, it's not illegal. Cause here's the thing. You can wear the fucking medals, right? And if somebody hands you money for wearing the medals, if you're not like, I think it's like what they're, I think the law is, and this is my guess. This is me doing some good old fashioned lawyering right here is that like, you can't be like, 
hey, I'm doing a benefit uh, for my military service. <laughs> I'm going to show up and wear all my medals and you can, like, donate money to me. Okay. So that I, or, or like, collecting money, right? You can't say. Who does that? What, but what? You what, don't have to say. No actual troop does that, But you though. can do that for me. <laughs> but no actual troop says, hey, I'm in the military. Give me money. <laughs> Is there an OnlyFans for the military? <laughs> you can do it for me, though, right? We ran out of VFW Hall. Okay. I show up with a bunch of fucking saying, yeah, medals. You can't show up as being like Lance Corporal of the, no. the Kiss Army or whatever. You're just like, hey, we're giving Brian uh, money, and then I'll show up in military stuff. And then just be like, I won't ever say I'm in the military. I'm just like, this is a nice just outfit. I'm let wearing. them assume. <laughs> yeah. Let I think people you assume can do don't that. volunteer any information. <laughs> yeah. I think you could do that. I don't okay. think that's proper. If you don't say you actually earned a purple heart, but you do wear a purple heart. <laughs> You if somebody let, gives you somebody you pays can't, for your dinner. That's true. I I mean I like that because you can't. <laughs> people assume that you earned that medal. That's on them. They never asked you outright to say you did or didn't. Can you imagine the person that's like, like a person that would be like, oh I don't know. Nobody would ever do wear a military uniform if they wasn't in the military. You know, right. like where, where it's like it's a sacred thing. It's like when you smoke a joint out of Bible paper and people are like. I can't believe you're smoking a joint out of Bible paper. And you're like, it's dangerous. I had a friend that There's would not hit. Remember, Jay? We they, we smoked a big fat joint out of Bible paper. And all of our friends were like me. I assumed sort of atheist. And a, a couple of them were like, I'm not fucking hitting that, man. That's crazy. And it was just like, dude, <laughs> it's just Paper. Yeah. And like I, I think there are probably people that feel the same way about like guys just wearing military uniforms to get free buffet meals. Yeah, I mean I think that also just like the dimwits that are into like conservative to society and buy into like the troopisms and patriotism and all of that, in that like they really do want to uphold like the the most they really are the believers in valor. The the thing about it is that maybe they didn't earn it. But it, deep inside of them, they feel they have it. And they believe in the purity of, like, the American valor they're when invested. it comes to, like, doing war crimes. Like, they're, they would do – they're basically, like, saying, like, I would do a war crime. Like, please, Jason Bourne me. Turn me into Jason Bourne. I want to do illegal stuff for the government. Like, they are definitely, I feel like, down for the cause of – I guess Sergeant Slaughter went on the Jim and Sam podcast. I didn't hear this. Somebody okay. was telling me he went on the Jim and Sam pro podcast and said he did war crimes and he still has PTSD and nightmares from it, but he was never in the military. What? <laughs> That's. Yeah. He's okay. He's a valor. I want to hear that. He's stealing valor. Wrestling valor. Well, well he's John Cena. John Cena served in the military only because he wears cargo uh, camo short sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he did. They do camo consider cargo. him in the military. I'll get you real quick. We we can. Uh, we John can. Cena served. Sergeant Slaughter served. Who else served? What? Who else was in the military? That's a wrestler. Oh, uh, Randy Orton, but he he uh fl he he, got, he he deserted. Yeah, he he fucking disappeared on their ass. He's yeah, a, he's one of the good troops. Yeah, I'm trying to find this uh, news. A, a few people wrote news stories about Sergeant Slaughter this week about his stolen valor. And uh, it was kind of sad, actually, to me. Because oh, no. it's like the guy's a goddamn 
uh, the guy's a goddamn wrestler. Like, if you believe, you know, uh, here it is. The true, this is from Mel Magazine. Uh, probably Bix, the guy that hates me, wrote it. It probably won't surprise you to learn that Sergeant Slaughter, well, Robert Remus, the man behind the wrestling gimmick, never served in the military. After all, it's just a gimmick, right? Well, yes and no, but mostly yes. Uh, it's I'm, I'm seeing if they put the audio file in here. Maybe we can listen to it if you have your headphones over there. I do. I'm looking for it. Ah, jeez. Louise. Yeah, I'm having trouble here. Uh, okay, that's fine. Hold on. I might have... Here it is. Here we go. Uh, it's the full interview, though. Dang it. You don't, they don't tell you where it cuts yeah, in? Yeah, there's no... There's no... Uh, they don't hip you? Well, maybe if I start it? Nah. Here. Yeah. Here yeah, it is. Like were you in the Marine Corps? You were in the Marine Corps. Yes. Yeah, what years yeah. were you in? Uh, I got out in 74, went in 68. Oh, okay. So you did six years. So did you yeah. go over to uh, Vietnam? Two tours in Vietnam, yeah. Two tours. What did you yeah. do over there? I, I was a basically just uh, infantry, you know. Just, uh, Smart. Chose sure army. The, uh, the Dumb guy. Did, uh, you know, eight wall on us. Keep them yeah. alive. Were you messed up when you came he, back? A lot of people was like, you know, it took a while to kind of well, shake that off. Well, we never really talked about it much. Yeah. Dude, that is stolen valor. That well, is like I, I, he's uh, talking like me and you were earlier. <laughs> yeah, he, he did our whole bit. Uh, he did. He said he served from seventy four to sixty eight, which was like that was where you fucked up. You just did went backwards in time on that one. <laughs> he said went in in seventy four, came out in sixty eight. Here's a little more something that uh, we weren't uh, acknowledged as you know, being heroes or anything like that. Yeah. So we never talked about it. There's some bad experiences and did a lot of things I, I normally wouldn't have done or unless I was ordered to do it. Do you, when you wow. see like the way people like the, the U.S. like you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 I mean, you really are buying into the thing. Why didn't he just say, I guess you can't say it now, right? Like it's just been so fucking long. People have been He's, running around saying he was a, Drill instructor. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, he never um, had to say that. I never once thought that he was actually a military guy. I I thought he was a professional wrestler. And did he <laughs> convince himself all those years that he? You I think you get to the point where you're like, I'm really good. Peace people think I'm really in the military. Wow, these people think I could be a drill instructor. It was like, oh yeah, it was really tough being. I mean, do people are people telling him stories? Is he like? Do you think he's absorbing like guys that are like, I was in the military and are telling him stories? I don't, I, here's what I think because it sounds like to me like he is writing like the most hacked TV show. Yeah, <laughs> it's every you're right. It's everything we just said. I know. It was, it's just the most like not. Yeah. I don't uh, talk about it very much. I yeah. did some things that I don't like to do, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> well, let's see if there's any more. You can see people felt bad about that. And then like when a desert storm happened, they treated the troops properly when right. they came back. And yeah. now there's so much. Okay. What is sentiment? This, and this is disgusting. This did is you resent horrible. That at all? Like, what about us? And I did for a while, but then, uh, you know, I got, you know, with the WWE and we started, you know, working with the military and, uh, what? We do uh, uh, an event every year. So, sorry. What do you? Why? Why do? What? Why do you just can't say like? Oh no! I. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm a professional wrestler. <laughs> that is. Uh, I'm sorry. Like he's not in the business anymore. He doesn't have to protect it. And I don't think he would hurt any of our feelings if he said I never actually served. All he has to say is uh 
I never actually served in the military, and I respect the hell out of the men and women that do. Yeah, like, that's John Cena style. Yeah, just get out of it. Fucking- all of a sudden, he's like, I mean, I'm I'm up all night, man. I'm having these <laughs> dreams that have fucked me up. I can't go to Fourth of July no more. It's the most patriotic day it's supposed to celebrate me. <laughs> Put sense, it gives me night terrors. Yeah, you know he's talking about how the the you know it reminds me of bombs going off. He didn't. He did not. Uh, he definitely did but not did he, like uh, uh, believe the lie. It's just he's told it so many times it's second nature. Because I you don't think, think he worked himself. You don't think he's worked himself into believing it, no. or you think he's just telling the he's telling people what he thinks they want to hear. Yes, exactly. He's, he's like saying stuff he's heard. From and saying what he thinks people want to yeah. hear, you yeah, know? Okay. okay. Ugh, boy, that's uncomfortable. That, <laughs> that's hard cool, to though. hear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty punk rock. It's funny, and it's yeah, cool. Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. But it's just hard to listen to. Like, I, it's more and of like, like... I was in the military. It was... Uh, <laughs> 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 I think the thing about it that's more uncomfortable to me is just it's an old man lying. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, somebody... Older, yeah, like I couldn't do that at this age. I, I just that's the hard part about like overstepping that boundary is like I'm not gonna just like let you roll with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And someone's like, Oh, you so you're really at the uh G20 riots back in '99 in Seattle, right? And I was like, No, I wasn't. No, yeah. I was just big fans of them. That's what got me started. <laughs> I liked <laughs> them. I yeah, I them. Cool. <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I admired them from afar. Yeah. Well, that's the show, Sergeant Slaughter. Good work. You know, that's what you got to do. You did it. Yeah, great job. I mean, good on you. People want to hear that. I mean, at the end of the day, (laughs) it's kind of like that woman that, you know, those people she's employing, you know, are are desperate to have a job. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter knows that these people are desperate to find a hero, right? People just want to, people just want to hear their their narrative right back at them. Yeah, he even did an interview a couple days after the Jim and Sam thing where he said, that he, he he was like I was gonna go to college, but then I figured I'd just go to college when I got out of the military. He just is every story I've ever heard about. I mean, yeah, but what I mean, but what 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 changes like hit what if he's able to parrot that perspective? Does it really does it affect anything? You know, like there are people that have that same perspective, and he's just decided to adopt that as his personality, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of other people that we know that sound like that. Like, he's kind of just amplifying the voice of the people that sound like that, you know? Yeah. The storied, the storied vets. Absolutely. Well, uh, David Bixon Span, thanks for getting that audio up here. I know you hate me, but. We loved it. We loved it. And you're good. You're, you're good at what you do. <laughs> thanks for listening to Street Fighter Radio. If you want more of what we do, head over to patreon.com. You can jump in there for $5 a month. You get access to bonus video, bonus audio, bonus zines. Uh, You get to listen to the Shocktober stuff that's over there. Teen Fight Radio is happening. We're doing uh, fucking church pastors, all kinds of wild shit. Sports. uh, It's happening over on Patreon.com. Zines are coming along. We're working on them as quickly as possible. And uh, we're still doing Undercover Business Tyrants. So if you want to support what we do and get more Street Fight Radio, check out patreon.com slash streetfightradio. We will be around. Uh, This Friday is a variety show. For real, for real, I am nervous. I want people to show up. I feel like, you know, we were a bit ambitious to try to do a show once a month. I don't want to wear people out. But 
you know, we had a whole bunch of folks that showed up last time and I need y'all to show up again this time. Go to store.streetfightradio.com. Use the discount code HOOKUP, H-O-O-K-U-P. Uh, you can get tickets, you know, for super cheap, five bucks. Uh, that's happening this Friday. We're doing Harrisburg on Saturday. Tickets for that are at streetfightradio.com. Just click on the January show. Um, and this Sunday, I don't think we're doing a call-in show because we're going to be coming back from Pits- from Pennsylvania. So we'll see you next Wednesday. You'll get a best of this Sunday. We're Street Fight Radio. Peace. Also, it's always good to knock out Nazis. Like, what the f***? Like, why are you having a discussion about that? Like, yo, did y'all do his? Y'all went to history class, right? You didn't just skip the shit and go play ball in the gym? Yo, your father, your, like, your great-great-grandpappy probably has a box full of Nazi ears that he cut off. Fuck you and your death threats. Come shake some motherfucker. Talking tough on the internet. But in real life, you a sucker. So what you got, guns? That don't mean shit if you ain't gon' bust em. So what you got, guns? That don't mean shit if you ain't in the depths of abyss where the light don't exist All we know is the dark Shit can get deadly like mixing the fatty up with the hair on in your arm Whole lot of gunplay while I stay Uber Eats pull up in your driveway Knock his ass out, he a Nazi But he starts singing like Beyonce Fuck you and your dead friends and your dead kin Do something about it I see walk on your mama grave My crip homies taught me all about it I ain't gang banging, rapping red or blue I'm in all black, my fucking troops Black block, attach your body to your laptop You go fucking boom the room, mass murder, too many bodies and not enough persons. So I could remix up the pack and then serve you with battery acid and Leo ass burning. Ooh, stop saying what you won't do when you won't do like ooh. Check your ass like one two, check one two, motherfucker. Fuck you and your death threats. Come shake some motherfucker. Talking tough on the internet, but in real life you a sucker. So what you got guns? That don't mean shit if you ain't gon' bust them. So what you got guns? That don't mean shit if you ain't gon' Talking that blah 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 blah. Ooh, acting tough with that rah 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 rah. Ooh, I don't give a fuck. Nah 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 nah. Ooh, guns start to buzz. Ha ra 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 ra. Bitch, I'm from the north. Lending me the area. We don't fuck with poor. CPD don't really care for us. Smoking like a poor. Fuck around, we bury ya. Murder is a sport. With a cutthroat, buck rounds that you fuck clowns. You don't want smoke. I roll with some anarchists. They do not obey the law. Big old fat banana clips. Stuff them in collision calls. Tell me really what you won't do. To the sex JW. Fuck boy, we got guns too. This the art of war and I'm Sun Tzu. Fuck you and your politics. You a pile of shit and it's obvious. For the post you make, you a snowflake. How you going hate for the posthumous? Fuck you and your death threats. Nazis are so handsome. It was like, no, we're gonna knock you the f out. Yeah.